Work, working away. You're at work now, are you? Sorry, mate? You're at work now? Yeah, I'm at work, mate. I fought for WBF title against Charlie Mann, but I got knocked in the first. So no millionaire over here. Got to work. <laughs> You're a classic. Okay. <laughs> As I like to start with all my guests, how did Mike Kirby, the rhino, get involved in boxing? Please tell us. Uh, boxing... I won't lie, I'd have to say there was a bit of an influence from my brother. Uh, I'm not yep. saying that uh, he ever trained me, but he did. He was involved with boxing, kickboxing, Muay Thai years ago. I had some sort of vested interest. My brother was also doing Taekwondo when I was a kid, Yeah. Um, which, which I had a little bit of a go at, but it just wasn't for me. And then I got into my mid-20s and thought, you know what, I want to have a crack at this boxing to prove to myself if I dedicate to something I can achieve. And... Funny enough, I managed to become champ. Okay, tell us about your amateur career, Mike. Did you have one? Amateur career, there wasn't much of one. I had six fights. Uh, I think it was three wins, three losses. But yeah, you always fight the hometown boys. So the three wins I got, I knocked them flat on their back. And the three losses were always on point. But I won those fights too, mate. Who <laughs> <laughs> were was, was some of the amateur guys you fought? I, I, I'm interested uh, to know. Uh, is it Michael Burke? Yeah, a, yeah. Um, yeah, man, I smashed him, and it was one week's notice. Yeah, and uh, they gave him the decision, of course, because he was the hometown favourite in the red box there yeah. in the city. Um, and then <laughs> once I fought this bouncer, oh my god, this fight! There was blood and guts everywhere. Uh, it was more like a pro fight than a pro fight. Yeah, it was rough, very, very rough. But you know, work on the box and and just uh, get ready and have a crack. You know what the right hand does. Okay, so you, so you turned pro in uh, you turned pro in March two thousand and seven, and by November two thousand and seven, you won the New South Wales Heavyweight Championship with a unanimous decision over Pat Kennedy. What's your recollections of that fight? Well, boxing, boxing. I was thrown in the deep end very, very quickly. I mean, I did fight Eric Nosser for my first fight. Yeah, but he was a three-time ISKA kickboxing world champion. Yeah. Uh, speaking to him more recently, he said, I thought I was just going to knock you out And when I, after I fought you the first time. Because there's no way that, that that's his first fight. Anyway, I fought him again and knocked him out. But fighting Pat Kennedy, I, I, I'm pretty sure it was more of a setup for him for an easy win because I only had two or three fights. Yeah. And I came to play. You came to play. He's a big hitter, uh, Pat, wasn't he? Uh, mate, he's a big boy. Like yeah. Six, eight, six, seven. Use are all, all bloody big boys in the heavyweight yeah, division, monsters, mate. mate. Some of them are just gigantic, even Carly Mann. I mean, they're just, they're just getting way too... I thought Mace, remember I thought Mason too? Yeah, we're going to get to them fights, mate. Sorry? We're going to get to them fights. Now, in your next fight, you fought future heavyweight world title challenger, challenger Alex Leopoy. Leopoy, unfortunately, you lost a 12-round decision. Tell us about that one. Well, Alex had fought his last six opponents, knocked him out in the first round. Then he fought me 12 rounds and couldn't even put me down. It was yeah. my fifth fight. And it was 12 rounds, and I hadn't even been sparring 12 rounds, and I said yes to the fight because I thought I was the best in the country. If you yeah. can't beat your hometown, you're not worthy of travelling overseas. It's just that simple in my book. Yeah, no, I, I, I like that. I like that, Mick. You, you, you always put your hand up to come and fight, mate, I can remember. I want to be the best in the country. Yeah. If you don't want to be the best fighter, don't worry about the money. The money will come. You've yeah. got to be the best at, of the best, and then you travel abroad. That's the way I see it. And, and all these people that dodge, and, and, mate, I don't have time for them. I don't, I don't respect their decisions. Mm. I understand that they prolong for their career, for, yeah. you know, keep their zeros. But for me, mate, get in there, have a crack. If you're not the best at home, 
Don't even bother going overseas. <laughs> that's well said. Okay, May 2008. That's well said, Mike. You had your first fight with Nathan Briggs losing an eighth-round decision in Queensland. Tell us about that one. Uh, mate, there was... It was. I was sick before that fight, and I remember Angelo, I was begging him, I said, please let me have another fight with this bloke. I can beat this guy. Yeah. I was hell crook a week, a week out of the fight, and I couldn't train, I couldn't do anything, and I still turned up because... I'm going to show up, you know, if there's one thing, I'm a man of my word, you know, yeah. and regardless of how hard, how tough and what the reputation of the opponent may be, yeah. I still think and I believe in myself enough to turn up, you know, and obviously I lost the decision again, a hometown decision, I think the fight was a lot closer, I've yeah. understood that boxing, there is a lot of politics in boxing, it's not just boxing, um, yeah. the thing about what, what upsets me the most is a referee can just you know, scribble a 10-9 round like it's nothing. And they don't understand the dedication, commitment, and the hard work that, that really goes into it. And they just write off the round like, you know, and they make you lose a round like it's nothing. Yeah. I, it, it just, it's infuriates and frustrates. Yeah, mate. I you, quite like myself. It's, 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 it is what it is. Now, in March 2009, you rematched Nathan Briggs and won by a ninth round KO, winning the OPBF heavyweight title. What did you do differently in the prep for this, mate, for the rematch? I, I, no, Mike Tyson wouldn't have stopped me that night. Yeah. No one would have stopped me that yeah. night. I wow. was as fit as I could possibly be, and I was not taking the loss. I was winning. I didn't care who was in front of me. And oh, like one thing I told a lot of people is, I have the tiger is real, man. It's a real thing. Yeah. And if you don't have it, you can have all the skill, slickness, and all the everything. And if, you could have been a previous this and previous that. If it's not still with you. If you're not still hungry and you don't still want it, doesn't matter what you look at like, yeah. what your physique is about, what your record is, you'll lose. Yeah. And that night, I wasn't losing to nobody. Yeah. I was wow. not going to lose. And Briggsy wasn't, he wasn't having it. But uh, I feel bad for him. I still feel terrible because he had a table of sponsors that walked out <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> after I knocked him. Yeah. But, but I also think, you know what, it's either him or me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Give me the belt, mate. <laughs> okay, in September 2009, you lost your APBF championship to Solomon Amono by a 10th round TKO. What's your recollections of the fight? Who, I don't care who's seen that. That is one of the toughest fights. I mean, you, you have to commend me for continuing to move forward. Yeah, I, oh yeah. I wanted to win, but the prep wasn't, if, I, if I'm, if I'm going to be truly honest, I climbed the mountain by beating Breeze, and, and I should have took a couple of easier fights to get my ego back on track. Yeah. I thought, I thought, you know, I was, I was the best in the country. I thought I was, you know, this and that. And I thought, Hamano is nothing to me, and rah, rah. And I disrespected it, minimised his talent, and I turned up not, not as hungry um, and as ready as I was for Breeze because I just, the fight was too soon. I should have, yeah. I should have actually. You know, push that fight back, but I know Angelo DiCarlo would have been extremely upset, and I'm a people, you know, people pleaser, and I'm, <laughs> yeah. and I'm not scared of him any bloody way, man. I have a crack. <laughs> you do, mate. You do. Now, in May, in May 2011, you fought for the Aussie Heavyweight Championship for the first time. You had a draw with Ben Edwards. What's your memories of the Edwards oh, fight? Couldn't he punch? You know, my me- <laughs> I'll give you the memory. My brother was hanging grief on the referee. Yeah, like big time. No, not your brother. <laughs> I don't believe it. And guess what? His wife was one of the judges. Yeah. And she uh. scored 
you know, he, she rode me off on that fight, and it yeah. ended up being a draw. I won that fight. I don't give a crap what anyone says. Yeah. That should have been my fight. But, yeah, Benny Edwards, mate, tough fighter. Like, even, let's, let's be honest, some of the names... Yeah, oh, you fought the best, mate. These are, these are tough people, mate, in this country. And who am I, mate? I'm just a guy from the PCY seeing Kevin Manor. Yeah. You know, having a crack on his own. You're like, Mike you know, Rhino you know, Kirby, buddy. Oh, mate. You know, and it's it, it paramount. If I'm going to be honest, my, my, my hunger and skill determination is a little bit wasted. I wish I had a bit of a team. Yeah. And, and, and maybe we could have organised things a lot better and yeah. took me a bit further in the game. Because I was just two game, I was dead game. Yeah, and you I were. And I wanted a lot. Okay, in your next fight, you fought one of the best heavyweights from Australia, Carly Meehan. Unfortunately, you were stopped in in one round. What's your reco- recollections? Do you have my recollection of that? Is seeing him get interviewed, and his wraps on his hands were like sledgehammers. Yeah, oh, mate. Geez. I was looking at these hands. Yeah. they're not even going to fit in the gloves, mate. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. fast forward to that right hand, stunned me. Then he got me with an uppercut. Continued me, keeping me stunned, but you know, I I didn't mm. go down. No. Nah. If, it, if it's really, if it's what should have happened is because I was on the side of the ropes there. The referee should have uh, stopped the bout. He should have turned me around. That are you okay? He should have gave Carly a penalty for hitting me behind the head, and then continue the fight. But mm. it was all just you know one thing after the next, yeah. and, and obviously I'm going to have my personal point of view. Other people probably just saw me getting smashed, and the fight was over, and that's yeah. that. And I'll, I'll, I'll own it. Guess what? I fought Carly Mann. I got smashed in the first. Mate, you can it say you fought. for a WBF world title, but who cares what the title was? It was Carly Mann. Yeah. He went on to win the New Zealand tough man. Oh, yeah. Okay? Oh, like, yeah. Mate, but it's, these guys, I'm not fighting bums, mate. It's Carly Mann. No. No, you fought the best, okay? I'm proud even that, that, I, that I got into <coughs> well, it and had a crack. Well, it's your finest moment. Following the Mayhan fight, you rebounded and won the Australian heavyweight title with a points win over tricky Southpaw Colin Wilson. That must have been a great moment in your boxing career. Please tell us about that. And may I add, Mike, I text you congratulations before you got to the uh, the sheds. I think I might have been the first one there because I was so bloody happy for you, mate, sitting at home. You are a legend. Sitting at home, and I thought, oh, this Blake's fine. He's fought everybody, and I just love seeing guys like you that fight everybody win a title like that, and I think I was the first one. Honestly, out of all my wow. The Australian title is the one I tell everyone. I say, man, I was yeah. the champion of Australia, and that is a gratifying win that I've, that I've had. Even though it was Colin Wilson, and I won't lie, man, a, 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 an, an older Colin Wilson, but I won't lie. Um, he was good, mate. I fought the toughest guys, you know. I you fought did. the hardest men, you know, and and I wasn't. Twi- I was starting to lose the hunger, and, and it was starting to dissipate. And I thought, <laughs> you know what? If I win this, I'm going to retire the champion, and nobody can take that off me. Yeah, no, it was so a fine fight. That fight shortly after that, I, I, I retired. That was yeah. That would, would that would have been your finest moment, mate. And look, following the I Wilson, you. you you were inactive uh, following that fight. You didn't fight for three years. Why, why were you inactive? You, you were just saying you lost. You, that you, was it. I you, was done. You lost your hunger. You, yeah. I just, I just was like, you know what? Um, I've, I've, I've done my bit. Yeah. Australia's seen me have a good crack and an honest, solid, no, you know, no holds barred crack. I had a crack. You, you sure know? did. Like, reminded myself a bit like people like Dominic Veya, who just say, "Mate, let's get in there. Yeah. I want to rumble with the best." And whatever the decision is, it is. Yeah. At least he knows in his heart for the rest of his life, yeah. mate, no one can take none of that away from you, that you fought the hardest fighters 
in the country. You sure no? did. No. Okay, so you came back in April 2014 and won a mini heavyweight. You did well here. You won a mini heavyweight last man standing tournament, defeating your nemesis Nathan Briggs and future UFC star uh, Ty Turfavasa. Please tell us about that night, mate. That's another... Mate. Hey, that, that was another Earth. defining moment in your career, wasn't it? Have a go. God, have you had it. You had a go. <laughs> Mate, I retired for a year, right? And you came. first fight. He was, I was on my ass in the first thirty seconds. I remember. Over. I, re- I remember. <laughs> I remember. I watched it at home. God. Oh, crap. And then I got up and I accidentally broke his arm. Oops. Oops. But it's a fight. You know what I mean? The arm <laughs> break. He threw a lazy jab. I threw an overhand right. It, it, it popped yeah. the elbow out. Fine arm. Move on to the next week, which is the New Zealand champ, I think it was. Tough him no, as a party, I can't remember. Anyway, uppercut, he was gone. Um, if you're not a mincer, I'm going to eat you. Yeah. And then tied to Arthur, oh my God. This kid hit me so yeah. hard. Right? <clears throat> left. He put me down. The first time in my life, I thought, oh, I don't want to get up. But he broke his hand on the rhino's head. Did he? Oh, how Betty. hard do you have to hit someone to break your hand on oh, head? Mate, you have got a big head. I got up. <laughs> what a ball. Even I freak out. <laughs> <laughs> and he had no heart because he hit me with the... You can't hit anyone harder than breaking your own hand. Yeah, exactly. And, and then, oh, the, his face dropped when I got up, mate. Yeah. Like, this guy's well, serious. Well, and I needed that money, mate. But honestly, in that, that yeah. night made me realise I don't want to fight anymore. I yeah. jumped in the ring even before the bridge fight and I said to myself, you know, this isn't what I want. But I needed that 20 grand yeah. to buy a house. And you I sweet. Good on you. I remember that, mate. Good yeah. on you. So you switched on for the fights and you switched off. But after that, again, it looked as if his tournament would propel you to major fights. But it was the last time you ever laced up the gloves. Why did you t- retire after the last man standing tournament? Or you'd had enough? Well, let's be honest. I turned professional at 30 years old. You turned pro <laughs> at 21. Anywhere, in any sport. You're Turning pro at 30 years old, you've already missed the boat. Yeah, the fact that you I did well. You did well. Amazing. And by myself, out of a PCYC, mate, unbelievable. Even I freak out. And it's not because I'm talking myself up. You're not talking yourself up. You've got every right. You, you, Mike, don't even say that, mate. I'm, I'm loving this interview. Now, looking back <laughs> on your career, nah, mate, you're, yeah, mate. you're good as gold. Looking <laughs> back at, at your career, you fought some of the best Australian heavyweights in Leopold, Carly Meehan, Solomon Amano. Who would you rate as the best heavyweight you ever fought? You know, well, you know what? Everyone asked me, you know, <clears throat> the hardest fight, who was the best heavyweight. I won't lie, man. Roy Theo hit me the harder than anyone like a sledgehammer now can i can i just add mike you you did a promoter a favor you had the australian heavyweight title coming up no was it and mate i can't but i think you did but that just as the viewers out there this is sort of good bloke mike kirby is he's got an aussie heavyweight title he you you jumped in and fought roy roy ceo what at a couple of days notice it's like a mule mate this bloke mate my face was swollen it was four rounds this guy he hit so hard. It was like he had freaking concrete. And I've been hit by the best. I've been hit by Alex. Full hit by Taito Vasa. I've been yeah. hit by Hamona. I'm talking full force hits, right? Yeah. But Roy Sio, forget about it. Forget about it. This guy <laughs> kicks like a mule, but bad luck. I still beat him. <laughs> Mate, looking, looking back, your last fight, you got no regrets. You walked away from it. That no last regrets. one was... What was your record, Mick? Tell us. On record, I think it was, what is it, 20, 20, 
Two fights and... 21, 21 bouts. Yeah, somewhere. Yeah. Mate, it was... Uh, the, the three losses, you know, they're reputable fighters. I lost to Alex Leopold, Anthony Briggs, Carly Mann, and Solomon Amano, sorry. Like, they're, they're, they're reputable losses. Like, they're losses, but... And nobody wants to have a loss. But, you know, okay. if you're going to have a loss, you might as well be against people that have went on to be Asia-Pacific, Pan-Pac, you yeah. know, world champs. You know, like, these guys are Commonwealth champs. Like, these guys are really... I mean, Alex Leopold fought Klitschko, Klitschko. I know, I it's know. Amazing. I it's amazing. It's amazing who these guys went on to fight. I know. And I pushed them to the edge. You I did. I pushed them all the way, and I'm just Joe Blow from Cabra. You Stop are. saying you're not Joe Blow from Cabra. You're the Australian <laughs> heavyweight champion, yeah, buddy. Right, you, don't you ever forget that. Mate, um, any any um any thank yous before we go, mate? Any any? Uh, Dominic Bay is a legend. Uh, yeah, he's been. Sorry, a... Thank you for putting the promotion. I love Angelo De Carlo. Thank you so much yeah. for putting me on all your shows and supporting me. Um, all my opponents, you know, you, you're no type of fighter without uh, someone to have a have a crack with. Obviously, my family, um, mate. You know, I would have forgotten people. Look, uh, me and my brother, we don't see eye to eye with the boxing, but I still love my brother. God love you. Um, yeah, I love him, man. I love him, but he bloody just... Drives you mad, doesn't he? Difficult situation. Oh, bro, doesn't he? You've spoken <laughs> to him. Oh, my yeah. God. It's a difficult conversation, but he means well, but it is what it is. Uh, yeah, so... Look, I just... Anyone that had any part... Oh, my sparring partners. Um, Brian Fitzgerald, uh, Shane Dolman. Um, yeah. Uh, wow. Ali, even Alex. Uh, this... this uh, 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 Armour Timor uh, yeah. but anyway all the spa partners that mate love them without them I, you know sometimes I think back I used to punish these guys yeah. and they turn up for free they yeah. don't spar me anyway but when I'm super fit oh, God. I mean, they keep turning up and turning up because they saw the, 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 the eye of the tiger in me and I wanted to be the champ yeah. and they obviously wanted to be a part of it and help me propel to the top and yeah. they knew I was aiming I wasn't just aiming to be Australian champ, man. I wanted to be the world champ. If you're not shooting for world champ, don't even bother with box. Don't even bother. Well, you, Normally, you know, you've got to go for the top or nothing. Well, you, you did. Get out of bed, mate. You did well, Mike. We'll cut it there. Thank you so much for coming on. I've got to fit a few other interviews in, mate. I appreciate you coming on. And watch us. Um, and what's the song you want me to play, mate? As we sign off with Wanted Michael. Dead or alive, mate. Bon That's Bye. you, <laughs> Michael Kirby, the Rhino, Australian heavyweight champion. Thank you so much for coming on the show, no worries, mate. mate. No I'll, I'll have a copy of this and I'll send it to you. Cheers, thank you. See you, mate. You're a legend. Thank you, Mike. No Bye, mate. Bye, mate.